Well, hey everybody, and welcome to Pseudo Ludo. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, this is a video game podcast where every week we get together and uh, discuss video games. We talk about the news and all of the things we've been playing. Now, uh, this week, it is just me, your host, Murph, and usually I'm joined by my other co-hosts, but they are not available to record today. So I figured I would just sit down and we could have a little chat ourselves. It's actually a pretty big news week, at least for January, you know, for this time of year. So I'd say without further ado, why don't we just start right off with the news? Uh, so I think the first and one of the biggest stories recently is Cyberpunk 2077's horrendous release and all the controversy that has followed. And um, Bloomberg's Jason Schreier, who is a well-known journalist and kind of does these types of exposés, uh, he put out a story, and I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to kind of talk about it, but I think everyone should go check it out and read for themselves, because it does give a lot of insight into the development of cyberpunk. But, you know, it seems like pretty much what people expected, that the game was mismanaged at the top and driven mainly for profit, uh, and unfortunately for the people working on it. That led to a really terrible rollout of this game. Now, the management wanted to hit the 2020 release, no matter what, to meet the release with the new consoles so that they could then double dip and bring in both previous generation and PS5 and Xbox Series X sales. You know, all of that. Economically speaking, obviously, that is a smart thing to do, but you do have to back that up with planning and managing it well so that you can hit that deadline without significantly putting pressure on your employees to crunch and work overtime and cutting features out. And it just sounds like there was a lot of mistakes made here uh, in the management. Like, for instance, the 2018 E3 demo that got so many people excited for the game was a completely fake demo. Um, nothing of that was like what the game was in the state of at that point. And they spent months working on this demo um, where employees even said they, they wished those months had been spent on working on the actual game instead of this vertical slice that obviously is not representative of the actual gameplay, as people have seen. Uh, so it's, it's those things like that, those deceptive tactics, that is always an unfortunate part of this industry. But where to go from here? Now they do have to do the work anyways. Now they, their reputation is going to be relying on fixing this game that is broken for so many people, so... Uh, forget Witcher 4 or Cyberpunk 2 or even DLC at this point. I think right now they're going to have to spend months or even years fixing this game, which is unfortunate because they wouldn't be in this mess if they had just taken the, the time to uh, work on the game before it was released and release when it was ready. Uh, I mean, it sold a bunch, but who knows if it's going to pay off for them because they lost a lot of goodwill because of this endeavor. But uh, regardless, let's move on to another big piece of news. So for the past almost decade, I think since 2013 at least, all of the Star Wars IP has been handled by EA Games. And EA was most notably known for Jedi Fallen Order and of course the two Battlefront games, uh, one of which was massively criticized for its greedy microtransactions and grabs and stuff. Until Jedi Fallen Order, I personally didn't think they had come up with a single successful entry. And it seems like things are now being shaken up a little bit for uh, 2021 and beyond. 
So uh, Lucasfilm Games is now the official identity for all gaming titles from Lucasfilm. So that encompasses uh, Star Wars and other things, as we'll see later on. But this is a little bit different because uh, it seems like EA isn't only exclusively in charge of Star Wars. Now, it seems like this is kind of a company that's going to be kind of like an umbrella company that's going to be managing the property, which I think was a better idea to begin with. Um, very similar to how Marvel is uh, parsing out Spider-Man and all these different games to different developers as they see fit. Crystal Dynamics Avengers, um, the Switch game, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, that kind of thing. And it seems like they're doing this with Star Wars now. And that kind of leads into our next story, which is that an open world game is now being developed by Ubisoft, and it will be a Star Wars game. Uh, we don't know too much about it yet. It's obviously going to be an early pre-production. But the game is going to be developed by the developer of the Division games. So that's going to be Ubisoft Massive. Um, and all we know right now is it's an open world game. And while I'm not a personally huge fan of the Assassin's Creed open world games or Watch Dogs or anything like that, uh, obviously that is the genre that this developer is most known for, at least this company. This specific developer is obviously known for its third-person shooters, so, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll get a little bit of combination of that. Maybe like a Division-style game looter shooter with Star Wars. I don't know. Uh, it's definitely something to keep an eye on, and we'll definitely be looking forward to that. I think it's a good idea in general that Star Wars isn't going to be stuck with EA because you want competition. You want everybody to be competing to make the better Star Wars game to earn the rights to future ones. When EA has it locked down, they can do things like make Battlefront 2, which is just clearly a cash grab. So I'm pretty happy about this. Um, even if, you know, I'm not too thrilled about Ubisoft's production recently, I think it's still going to be a good step forward. And uh, speaking of more Lucasfilm Games announcements, a new Indiana Jones games is coming out. So this was tweeted out by Bethesda. We got a short little, like, 10-second teaser of the Indiana Jones, like, bullwhip and some other artifacts on a table. It's going to be executive produced by Todd Howard of Skyrim and Fallout fame. And it's going to be developed by Machine Games. Now, Machine Games is not Bethesda Game Studios, but they are still very well known for uh, their work on Wolfenstein and things such as that, so... I, I think it could be really cool. I, I love Indiana Jones. I think it's a really fun franchise, and obviously Uncharted and Lara Croft are both very successful game franchises that probably wouldn't exist if Indiana Jones hadn't existed first, so this could be a really, really cool uh, game, and I'm definitely looking forward to seeing more from this. But right now we don't know too much about it, and uh, I'm sure we'll find out more come this summer probably at E3. Now, more news. The Nintendo Switch actually, as we all know, had a fantastic year in 2020, mostly because of Animal Crossing and the pandemic giving it a huge boost. But it is actually now the second best-selling, or it had the second best console-selling year ever. So the only time more consoles were sold, both in terms of dollar sales and units, was uh, the 2008 Nintendo Wii. So that's really, really good for the Switch. And obvious, it's obvious to see why that's so successful. It's both a handheld and a home console. So families might even double dip and get two or three as opposed to just getting one Wii for the house. You'd get a couple Switches. No one's going to need more than one PS5 usually, but I could see many families getting multiple Switches, Switch lights. With rumors that the Switch Pro is on the horizon, this could even you know be further meteoric sales for them. So 
good for Nintendo. I hope they have some good games coming up this year to fill all those new Switch owners with uh, some games to play. And speaking of new Nintendo games, Pokemon Snap is coming on April 30th, 2021. So uh, there was a little short trailer put up, and it looks cool. It looks like another Pokemon Snap, and I think that's a great idea for the Switch. I think that's like a perfect type of game. Um, if you liked Bug Snacks this year, you might like Pokemon Snap, so keep an eye out for that. And in other news, Hogwarts Legacy is going to be released in 2022. So this seemed like it was coming up soon, but the game is actually a couple years away still, which is fine. And I think that's a good idea. I think it, this could even be <laughs> in response to uh, the cyberpunk fiasco that they're, they want to get ahead of the hype and, and set expectations right away that this game is not going to be coming out anytime soon. And I think that's a smart idea. I think it's better to take your time. Um, a delayed game is never going to be worse for being delayed, but a rushed game could be worse for being rushed. So yeah, I'm still looking forward to this. It's going to be a couple years away now, but I think that's a, a good idea. I'm sure this past year 2020 set them back on their on their uh, scheduling no well, the pandemic messed with so many things so as long as they keep it up i'll be looking forward to seeing more and take their time i'm happy to wait there's plenty of games coming out but yeah that about does it for the news this week kind of a lot of cool headlines to look into i would definitely look more into that cyberpunk bloomberg article if you want uh, kind of to take a deeper dive on something this week. But otherwise, just in terms of what we've been playing over here at Pseudo Ludo, we all tried the new Scott Pilgrim. Well, it's not new, but we tried the, the remastered Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the game, which is a uh, side-scrolling beat-em-up. And uh, it's kind of cool. If anybody likes Scott Pilgrim or just likes nerdy stuff, and you should check that movie out. It's a great uh, comedy by Edgar Wright. But the game itself is... Um, kind of had some issues when we tried it out and I don't know if this is like a widespread thing I haven't looked into it yet but we had some issues in our lobby when we were playing the game we tried twice and couldn't get past the first level because uh first we had a crash and then we had some other glitch that prevented us from moving forward so that was kind of a disappointment because we were kind of all looking forward to a nice easy going beat em up to you know play together on party chat and uh it's kind of frustrating I guess when you you know, because this game's been around for 10 years, so you'd think the remaster would not be faced with these issues in the uh, network area. But regardless, I think I'll stick around and try it at least for the single player, even though the online was kind of a disappointment. So I would wait. I would I would do some more research on the game. I thought the combat was kind of floaty and not really... As far as uh, side-scrolling beat-em-ups go, I, th I don't think it was as satisfying to play as Castle Crashers. I would recommend that one over this, at least for right now. But... You know, look look into it, see if it's it's if it's for you. But I don't know. I thought it was a little clunky controls and stuff like that. But uh, in other news, check out Wandavision. Great show. It's actually like a fantastic show. Uh, Disney Plus just released the first two episodes, and I was actually really um, happy that it that it met my expectations because it it looked like such a weird show in the trailers, and they delivered on that. It's a really cool. The first two episodes. I won't spoiler it, spoil anything, but it takes a lot of inspiration from old 1950s sitcoms like I Love Lucy, Bewitched, and stuff like that. So a lot to look forward to there. And uh, I think on that note, I think we can wrap it up. That's pretty much it. This is a very short episode. Kind of just wanted to keep you guys updated this week. Make sure you didn't go a week without getting some news. Uh, but be sure to spread the good news. Share this with your friends. You know, give us five-star ratings if you if you feel that's necessary. 
uh, whatever you'd like to do. And thanks again for your patronage. It really means a lot to us that you uh, guys show up and listen every week. And we might have some some new changes coming up this year. We're we're discussing some avenues we could go down. So there might be some exciting things in the future. So just stay tuned for that. Stay and tuned. we will see you next week. Till then, enjoy the weekend and have a good one. Goodbye. Thank you.